rocketed as a baby from the exploding planet Krypton. Kal-El grew to manhood on Earth, whose yellow sun and lighter gravity gave him fantastic superpowers. In the city of Metropolis, he poses as TV newsman Clark Kent, but battles evil all over Earth and beyond as Superman. Hello everybody and welcome to the 117th and final episode of Superman in the Bronze Age. I am your mild-mannered host, Charlie Niemeyer, and today, well, we're not going to do what I thought we were going to do. I had a whole thing recorded and I didn't like it, so I'm starting over. Basically what I want to do is go over some emails that everyone sent in and then um, do some recommendations and thank people. So first up, we'll look at some of these emails that we've received since the last time I had a chance to cover emails. Let's look at the actual episode-specific ones first. First up, Batter Bally, Superman fan from Egypt, wrote in about episode 115. Now we've finally come to this famous story. I'm going to be crucified for this, but in my opinion, Alan Moore's Superman stories are kind of overrated. And this story is not how I want the pre-crisis Superman story to end. I'll take Magan's possible future stories, including the short story Luther's Gift, over this one any day. I am going to miss this podcast, though. Well, thank you, man. I can see why you think they're overrated, because uh, he just uh, they're, they're, they're put up on this pedestal because it is Alan Moore. I completely understand that. I think, like I said to Dave when we were talking about them, I mean, these, these stories are told well, but, I mean, I've read better, so... Anyway, moving on, we've got uh, the first of several uh, emails from Russell Bragg. This one is about episode 115. Uh, he writes, Greetings. Take no offense for what I'm about to say, because you know how much I think of you. But I've truly missed J. David Weeder. His synopsis for part one of this story was outstanding. He has not missed a beat since he's been gone from the podcasting universe. A thought occurred to me as I was listening when you got to the part about the Legion giving Superman the statue. Weren't the Legion possibly changing history, especially if they thought Superman was going to die by giving the statue, which in the end turned out to be a clue? Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. I did not get this issue or the action issue when they were on the stands. I was out of comics by then, concentrating on high school and my high school sweetheart. Aww. It was possibly, or it was probably sometime in the 90s when I finally got to read it. I thought it was great then and still do. I don't think it's the greatest Bronze Age Superman story, like most people do, but it does rank up there in my opinion. I now have the hardcover whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, the Lux edition that combines both issues. I may have to look at it again real soon. Better let you go for now. Well, thanks, Dave. Or, you're not Dave. Thanks, Russell. Uh, first of all, well, just, just a little sidebar. Uh, Dave actually did record this with me right before he announced his retirement from podcasting, so he, he hadn't had any beats to miss yet. Uh, but yes, he, he did do a very good job synopsizing the first part, and it was really cool to listen to because I was just listening. I, as far as the Legion statue, I think you're thinking too much into it. Uh, let's see. Next up for episode 116, guess who's writing again? That's right, folks. It's Russell Bragg. Hi, Charlie. I'm writing this email prior to this episode coming out, but I wanted to make sure I at least said something about it. You or Dave may answer any of the following questions for me during the episode, or it might even be in the book, or I just overlooked it. Well, I hope it wasn't during the episode because we we were kind of 
already recorded by then. Uh, part uh, Let's see, the first part. Let's see, I guess this is a question. Oh, yes. I wonder how the former Superman and Lois made contact after Superman gold kryptonited himself. Do you think he escaped in the Supermobile? That would be awesome. Uh, my personal opinion is, well, if you think about the way Lois said it, she never saw Superman again. But once exposed to kryptonite, or to the gold kryptonite, he wouldn't be Superman anymore. He'd just be a normal superhuman. Or not even super, he'd just be man. So my guess is maybe he came in and hid in the fortress or something. And po quite possibly they could have used the supermobile to get out. Uh, Superman does have numerous modes of transportation in the fortress that he could have used that may not have been destroyed yet. Uh, having said that... Uh, the story we were looking at was basically Lois's version of the story. While none of the heroes saw anything, it's quite, quite possible that um, she was making that stuff up to keep the Superman is still alive thing hidden. Uh, so that, you know, the, what's his name? Chris? Uh, not Chris. Uh, anyway, so that the reporter wouldn't able to tell exactly what else happened uh, but that it's just the story Lois's version of the story it's quite possible that he went in there and then came back out and everyone was either sworn to secrecy or promised that they would never tell that he's still alive and then help set him up who knows uh, did you or David realize that Jordan Elliott was Superman from the beginning uh, no I don't know how Dave felt but I did not Let's see, do you think it would have been cool if while Perry and Superman had their talk, Perry would have told Superman that he knew all along that he was Clark Kent? Yes, that would have been cool. Um, they really didn't make any mention of it after his, ID his secret identity was exposed, did they? Yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, was there a storyline in another comic about Brainiac's body being destroyed with only the head remaining, or was that just a plotline for the story? I believe that was just a plotline for the story. Uh... I do not recall have that that ever happened, but then again, I am not as read on those the very, very late Bronze Age stuff as I'd like to be at this point, so I could not completely tell you. But I believe that that was just created by Alan Moore for the story. And then he writes, guess that's all I got for this episode. I'm sure it will be great. Russell Bragg, Clarksburg, West Virginia, host of the DC Comics Presents show. Well, thank you, Russell. Well, that's it for the episode stuff. Let's go back down. And we have uh, Donald Roberts sent his regards, um, saying he'll miss the show, but also wondering if there's a Supergirl in the Bronze Age type of show coming up. Uh, not that I know of. Uh, I suggested he could do it, but he, he doesn't have... He apparently said he couldn't. Um, but thank you, Donald. Billy Hogan wrote in, with a nice little with a nice little letter. Uh, Charlie, first of all, congratulations on becoming a dad. I've done my bit for king and country as a parent, and now enjoy an empty nest. So I can say the only thing better than holding a newborn is seeing them become an adult. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Billy. We don't want that yet. I'm enjoying the newborn stuff right now. Uh, I've, en I've enjoyed listening to your coverage of the Bronze Age, which is the era I became a teen and graduated high school in the middle of the era. I haven't had a chance to listen to your coverage of the final Bronze Age story, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, but I look forward to listening to you and Dave talk about this perfect story, which put a cap on the continuity of Man of Steel 
which stretch back to Action Comics number one. Finally, it was a pleasure to meet you and Dave and Steve at last year's Superman celebration. I hope to meet you again sometime, and maybe Uncle Billy can read a Superman story to Grayson. If you ever decide to return to Superman podcasting, remember that the key is always under the doormat. Billy. Well, thank you, Billy. With my mom now living in Florida, there's a good chance that maybe we'll be able to meet up at some point sometime in the future. So hopefully that'll work out. Thank you, Billy. Uh, Billy has been doing this Superman podcasting thing longer than just about anybody. So it's it's really cool that I got to meet him and that he listens to the show. So thank you very much, Billy. Billy's been very, very supportive since the show started. So I can't thank him enough for the stuff he's done. Uh, next is an email from someone you may have heard of. He writes, Charlie, I can't believe that this is the end. The podcasting world and the Superman podcasting world will be an emptier place. When Superman and the Bronze Age debuted in 2010, I had just started Superman Forever Radio, and I wondered, who's this guy stealing my thunder? But over the last four years, I've gotten to know you through the show and as a good friend. We shared an adventure together in Metropolis, which was the highlight of 2013, and we have worked together on this show, which brought some great times. I want to thank you, firstly, for making a great show, but mainly for being you and being my friend and fellow fan. While I have been all over the place in terms of podcasting, you have never wavered. You have forged a consistent path with the show and brought it to a great final destination. I'm sad to not have the show on my feed, but I plan to start at the beginning and reading along. It's been a great four years for a great show, and now you're off to take on the ultimate never-ending battle, parenthood. So until we meet again, stay you. Sorry. So until we meet again, stay you, stay happy, stay super. And most importantly, don't forget to wink at the camera as you go. Sincerely, J. David Weeder, you may know me from the internet. Wow. Uh, thank you very much, Dave. I, <laughs> Sorry, I stole your thunder there. <laughs> um, there are no words. That's just a... I think I responded to that right after I got it. That's just a very sincere and awesome email. Um, I, can't, I look forward to meeting you again. Um, and I, I thank you for all your contributions to the show, as I've mentioned several times before. Uh, I wouldn't have gotten this far had it not been for you. So thank you, Dave. Uh, next up, uh, there was a message from Michael, Bra Michael Bailey. Yes, the Michael Bailey. And he wrote, So, I was going to record something like this and send it in, but time, as always, got away from me. So I hope this makes up for it. Back towards the end of 2010, word came down the pike that Charlie Niemeyer was going to be putting out a podcast about Superman's Bronze Age adventures. Similar in scope, but different in time period than From Crisis to Crisis, Charlie was going to tackle a pivotal era in the history of Superman. Now, I knew Charlie through emails he had sent to From Crisis to Crisis and Tales of the JSA, but I really got to know him as I listened to that first episode. Right away, I liked his style, and he definitely had a passion for the material. For the next almost four years, Charlie continued putting out a fantastic show. He switched formats partway through the show, but that's how these things work. He even had me on the show a few times, which I will always appreciate. Uh, last year, I even had a chance to meet Charlie and his lovely wife for dinner when they were in the area visiting relatives. I say all of that to say this. It is a true shame that Charlie is hanging up the microphone. I understand the reasons, and I couldn't be happier for him and his wife, but their gain is definitely our loss. 
It feels like there's a hole out there in terms of Superman podcasting, and I'm going to miss Charlie's take, along with J. David Weider as well, on the Superman that existed between 1971 and 1986. I wish him and his family nothing but the best, and I hope that someday he can pick up the mic again. Take care, Charlie. All the best. Michael. Well, well, thank you, Michael. Wow. Uh, I didn't realize it was going to be that big of a hole to fill, but <sighs> thank you. Um, I, I do have to say that while I am stepping away from putting out this particular Superman show, um, I'm not finished by any stretch. Um, this is a little bit of time off. I, As I currently stands, I am... Um, a semi-regular co-host for John Wilson's Golden Age Superman until he decides to end that show. Um, I mean, it comes out once a year, I think, now. Uh, no offense, John. Um, and I, I'm still available to, you know, uh, I, I will still make guest appearances on other people's shows if I'm invited. But um, I'm just not producing my own show because, well, <laughs> let's just say that I've had several weeks to put this episode together and it is currently the Saturday before it's supposed to be put out that I'm finally getting to record it. Uh, I just don't have the time with a little boy running the house for a while. But um, thank you so much. This means a lot. That um, Michael, of course, is not really the granddaddy because that would make he's old, but he's kind of the, one of the big names in podcasting and to have him write such a nice thing about little old me uh, is really heartwarming. Uh, so, so thank you, Michael. That means a lot. And next up is a voice email from none other than Russell himself. Hello, podcast. Oh, wait, wrong show. This is for the Superman of Bronze Age podcast. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> I guess this is it, the final episode of Superman in the Bronze Age. I've known it was coming, and I'm still not quite prepared for it. As you and probably most of your listeners know, I've broken the podcast listening with your show. The Bronze Age of Comics is the time I grew up in, and the podcast title alone was all it took for me to give it a shot. Boy, am I glad that I did. I've learned so much from each and every episode. There's absolutely no way I could even choose a favorite episode because I have loved all 116 prior shows. Not a clunker in the bunch. Through this show, I was introduced to J. David Weeder and Michael Bradley, who are a host of even more podcasts that I have loved listening to. Through this show, I was encouraged to delve into the podcasting host chair myself. Thanks to you and J. David Weeder, the DC Comics Presents show is in existence. I have enjoyed getting to know you even just a little bit and consider you my podcasting mentor. I hate to see this show go, but I totally understand. You have gone on record saying that you will still be in a podcasting loop with guest bots when asked, and I sure hope that is the case. By the way, if you happen to have an issue of DC Comics Presents that happens to be your favorite, and if you'd like to guest on my show, and if I can figure out how Skype works, maybe we can get together. It has been an honor to be an honorary co-host, even though that was not my intention when I started writing the show. I just wanted you to know that at least one person was listening and enjoying. In closing, I just wanted to say that I'm going to miss Superman in the Bronze Age. In addition, I wish you well. You and your wife well. You and your wife and your son well. You are a great guy and a great podcaster. It's been awesome getting to know you and hope you won't stay off the air for too long. Take care of yourself. Wow. Thank you, Russell. That that's a really that's a really cool message 
Thank you so much for sending that. And thank you to everyone for sending in their emails. Look, I'm, I gotta say, basically I am a shy introvert with self-esteem issues who suffers from both anxiety and depression. And to have all of you and all my, all these people listening to my show week in and week out, it is very humbling and is pretty amazing. And I, I can never understand it. So I want to thank all of you for just everything you've made it. You've given me more of a reason to actually do the show because otherwise I, if no one was listening, I, it would be easier to just sit there and talk to myself. So thank you all very much. Uh, but when we come back, uh, we're going to do some recommendations. Superman of the Bronze Age will be back after these messages. This is an imaginary podcast, which may never have happened. The Shortbox Showcase. But then again may have. About a father and daughter. I'm Professor Allen. And I'm Emily. Who came from Ohio and talked about comics. Walking Dead. Tintin. Black Lightning. White Tiger. It tells of their rise to glory, when the great guests were yet to be booked. Let's put it this way, Shogun Warriors wasn't going to win any Eisners and the great feats of editing not yet performed. This is Ultra 7, this is Ultraman Jack, and this is Ultraman Taro, and this is Ultraman Leo, and this Ultra- Of how they spoke at length. This continuity is really the brainchild of nitpicking nerds the world over. But to be fair, the best kind of confession is the Force Confession. And reviewed in brief tales that explore creatively the bounds of a given character's history. Red Sun is wonderful with a very strange ending. Of brilliant creators before their fall from grace. This is the era where Miller is at the height of his creative and artistic powers, and the ability of strong writing to encapsulate and transcend its time. Flash of Two Earths by Gardner Fox. This is an imaginary podcast. Aren't they all? Shortbox Showcase is part of the Relatively Geeky family of podcasts. Check us out on the web at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search in iTunes for Relatively Geeky or Shortbox Showcase. And remember, we're not experts. We're just family. Together from the disparate reaches of geekdom, here in this restaurant booth are the most powerful forces of geek ever assembled. Ryan, the toy geek. Scott, the award-winning radio host. Jeff, Scott's minion. Ron, just Ron, dedicated to truth, justice, and geek for all mankind, it's Dinner for Geeks. Dinner for Geeks proudly crusades at twotruefreaks.com. The dawn of an age, the founding of a family. You know we haven't done enough research into the effects of cosmic rays. We've got to take that chance. Conditions are right tonight. Let's go. They're penetrating the ship. 
Our shielding isn't strong enough. I feel like I'm burning up. Too heavy. Can't move. Too heavy. We're all alive. I feel so strange. You're fading away. I can't see you at all anymore. Hey, look what's happened to you. You're changing. Oh, Reed, not you too. What happened to me? To all of us. I can fly. We gotta use that power to help mankind, right? And so was born the Fantastic Four. For soon, the Mole Man will have the entire world in his power. I am the mightiest living mortal on Earth. And half mankind shall feel that might. The Fantastic Four. Little do they dream they're the palms in the hands of Doctor Doom. The Human Torch will be the Puppet Master's next. Victim. You athletes can't change the way I can. Gonna be dying of those powerful cuts on Earth. I've been expecting you, for I am the thinker. I vow never to return, my lord, until the Fantastic Four no more, and the planet Earth is no more. You're in the presence of the awesome Ralatots, King of Kings, Master of Men, and Lord of the Seven Sons. Fool, you're just a muscular freak. Blind or hope. Stop! You must not end on the castle of Diablo. My journey has ended. This planet shall sustain him to the drain of all elemental life. So speak, Galactus. Flame on! It's clobbering time! The Fantastic Four from the very beginning witness the origins of a legend. The Fantasticast. ffcast.libsyn.com we now return to Superman and the Bronze Age. Okay, well, first off, let's point out some of the people that have been on the show before. Just, you know, because I want to thank them. Uh, my very first guest was Michael Bradley, uh, so I want to thank him. He's He was on uh, three or four different episodes, I believe, all told. Five, actually, because I think the Muhammad Ali was two parts, so... I'd say about five episodes. Um, Michael Bailey was on two episodes. No, three episodes, I think. Did we do... You know, I really should look at this stuff before I record. If we did The Miraculous Return of Jonathan Kent as two episodes, he was on three. Otherwise, he was on two. Um, Billy Hogan was on a couple of times. Uh, Jeffrey Taylor... Well, actually, I'm sorry. Billy Hogan was on a total of about three episodes. Jeffrey Taylor was on two. Uh, John Wilson was on a few. Um, who else? Donovan Morgan-Grad and Josh Lappin-Bertoni have been on. I think that's about it. Other than, you know, the obvious. Uh, J. David Weeder, of course. Uh, he's been on... You know, I figured out that he was on give or take, about a, about 50 episodes. Not once did I get a phone call from the Incredible Hulk or Darkseid. And that just kind of hurt. It's kind of sad. Oh, well, I'll get over it. Anyway, uh, but thank I want to thank all you guys for not only having, or not only coming on to the show, uh, but you've all also had me on your shows, so thank you all for doing that, because um, it was really cool. Oh, duh, there's some others. Um, Andrew and Michael Leyland, hello. My first transatlantic episode, where we talked about a movie, Superman the movie. That was a lot of fun. I can't believe I forgot that one. 
But uh, yeah, I want to thank you all. They they haven't invited me on their show, but uh, they don't let people on their shows. Um, I think. Yeah, except for Fantastic Cast, but it doesn't count. Uh, but next thing I wanted to do was some recommendations. Um, first of all, I wanted to talk about some podcasts. Because, you know, if you listen to this show, you're probably going to have an empty spot in your feed. So I want to point out some of the cool shows that you could be listening to when you're not listening to me. Um, first up, let's talk about some of the Superman shows. Because, why not? Um, <clears throat> uh, you can list literally hear just about just about every era of Superman throughout the different podcasts on the Superman Podcast Network. Um, Thrilling Adventures of Superman is not really going on anymore, but the episodes are still available. Golden Age, and that's hosted by Michael Bradley. Uh, Golden Age Superman is by John Wilson. It also it hasn't ended yet, but it's been about a year since an episode came out. But I'm technically on that show, but as a uh, semi-regular co-host to copyright Michael Bailey. So I think that one's still going, technically. Uh, but those both cover the Golden Age Superman in different ways. Uh, first of all, you got two different guys with two different opinions. Um, Michael Bailey looks at every, or Michael Bailey, Michael Bradley looks at everything one at a time. One issue of action, one issue of Superman, uh, one storyline from the newspaper strip, one story from the radio show, etc., 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 in chronological order. John Wilson looks at everything that happens each month. Um, covers all the episodes of the radio show that occur that take place during a month, whether you're starting or ending an episode or a storyline. Um, you could probably hear my son in the background. I don't know if you can, but he's, uh, I'm recording this at night. He's not too happy right now. Um, but it's okay because, uh, his Mimi, my mother-in-law, is helping out so that I can record this. So thank you to Mimi. Um, uh, but yeah, John covers everything in a monthly block, everything that happens during a current given month. So that's cool. So that's different ways to do the show. There are different places at the point. If you listen now and go to their most recent episodes, both of their shows started on January 1st, 2011, and they're both now at different places. And it's not just because um, of release schedules. So I would check that out. Um, Billy Hogan covers the Silver Age on his Superman fan podcast, uh, which I highly recommend. It's one of the longest running, excuse me, longest running Superman podcast out there. And he does take some time off occasionally during the summer to uh, bring uh, to actually bring you audio from panels at <clears throat> to bring you audio from panels at the Orlando MegaCon. So I highly recommend you check that show out. Um, another show that doesn't really focus on the Silver Age, but, uh, just because he was a fan of that era and got into the comics, then he has been doing a lot of Silver Age stuff, is, um, Bob Fisher, who has taken over Superman Forever Radio from J. David Weider, uh, when Dave was no longer able to carry on that show. Uh, but Bob's been doing a bang-up job covering a lot of the... A lot of Silver Age stuff, telling you about his life and how Superman is part of his life. and It's a really fun show. I highly recommend that one as well. We could probably tell I highly recommend all the Superman ones. Um, if you like the Bronze Age, 
Well, you can listen to old episodes of this one. Also, there's uh, Russell Bragg's DC Comics Presents show. It's a brand, it's a new show. Um, he's only got five or six episodes, I believe, at the time I'm recording this. But he is covering every issue of DC Comics Presents, which, of course, came out during the Bronze Age. So I um, highly recommend that one. Uh, it's also got, basically, it's a spinoff of this show, because uh, in episode 100, Dave and I actually uh, kind of talked Russell into doing it, and uh, <laughs> he did. So that was cool. Uh, for the Crisis to Crisis era, post-crisis, um, you can't do any better than uh, From Crisis to Crisis, a Superman podcast by Jeffrey Taylor and Michael Bailey. Uh, they've been going methodically, uh, month by month, through the er- through the whole era. They are currently have just passed... Action Comics 700, uh, which is a huge deal. Uh, so basically, um, so they're about to 1994, near uh, mid 94, I believe. At this point, they started with the Man of Steel Mary series at the end of 86, and have gone so far. Have hit mid 94. They're going to go all the way to about 2006. Uh, at least that's their plan. So make sure you check that out. You probably already are if you have heard this show, but. You know, if you haven't, I highly recommend you do that. Um, so let's see. And that well, actually, that kind of <laughs> brings an end to the era episode, the shows that cover specific eras. Um, Superman, Batman podcast, which is also hosted by Michael Bradley, uh, covers well Superman and Batman. Basically, uh, where they any story where they team up, mostly in the world's finest, which ran in the Silver and Bronze Ages, uh, actually in the Golden Age, but they really didn't team up in the Golden Age. Um, but, uh, you know, there, he's also covering team-ups, uh, more recent in other titles. In fact, uh, as I record this, his newest episode covers, uh, Batman Adventures number 25, featuring a quote-unquote animated team-up of Superman and Batman, which is cool. Armored Heroes Steel, a John Henry Irons podcast. I bet you can't tell who that's about. That, that's a really cool show. Uh, there's also the Cadmus to Crisis, uh, which is a, a Superboy podcast. Makes sense. Uh, about the clone Superboy from the death of Superman. Uh, so far, the Cyborg Superman and the Eradicator do not have podcasts. So if anyone wants to get on those, you know, go for it. Uh, there's uh, the Kara Zorel podcast covering, of course, Supergirl. There's also a Superman Family podcast and uh, the World's Finest podcast, which actually covers a lot of various stuff. Uh, mostly TV and movies things. And then, of course, the Grand Poobah, uh, Radio KAL, which is from supermanhomepage.com, uh, which I believe is a monthly podcast hosted by Steve Eunice, uh, own, owner and operator of the Superman homepage, as well as Scotty V, who does the Great Scott section. And, um, yeah, uh, they also uh, they also put out a little video for speeding bulletins, uh, which is a weekly update of what's been going on on the Superman homepage website. Um, that usually doesn't get posted on the Superman Podcast Network page, but I highly recommend checking those uh, those out if you you know want to, um, or if you want to see what they look like, you know whatever. Um, but that's all the Superman ones I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Oh, yes, and Scott Gardner has an It's Superman, uh, which I don't know if he's actually released an episode where it was called It's Superman yet. Basically, he's just covering whatever he wants to in Superman. He's only done about five episodes, and he hasn't done one in about a year. But he's a very busy man. I mean, he works for the mouse. Uh, Disney. Mickey Mouse, yes. So, you know, 
that keeps him tied up with stuff. Uh, but in fact, one of the coolest things that, about being a Superman podcaster is that uh, I got to be there for the on the ground floor for the creation of the Superman Podcast Network. And as such, I uh, kind of took it upon myself uh, to put together the Superman Podcast Network promo. Uh, I, it started off... Well, actually, it's not much different than it was when it started off, except I narrated it. Uh, but, you know, it felt kind of weird with me doing it. So I thought it'd be cool to have someone else do it. And Steve Lacey, who doesn't do a Superman podcast so much as he has um, used to do this blog that basically covered the post-crisis era of Superman, but in chronological order, not by issue release, but by how the events took place during Superman's life. Uh, so it took him forever to get through the Man of Steel miniseries of all the stuff that happened. But anyway, that's not the point. I thought he would be cool to have come on and narrate it for me. So he narrated it. Uh, I sent him the script. He read it. Uh, he read it about four times on the file he sent me. And uh, a couple of them are just read-throughs, uh, which you've heard before. Uh, but this one, I wanted to do this because I don't know when else I would actually have the opportunity. One of the outtake versions, which he probably doesn't think I would ever use, and uh, should be fun to hear his reaction when he finds out that I've done this. Um, he kind of does a piratey kind of accent. Uh, so I thought I... It's not really pirate either. It's, I don't know what kind of accent it is, but it's definitely English, because he's from, you know, Britain. So here is the Superman Podcast Network promo. Gather together from the far reaches of the internet! I assembled a network of podcasts dedicated to the first and greatest superhero, Superman! The Superman Podcast Network is dedicated to covering all aspects of the Superman legend, featuring Superman and Batman, Golden Age Superman, the Superman Fan Podcast. The DC Comics Presents Show. From Crisis to Crisis, a Superman podcast. It's Superman. The Schuster Herald Podcast. The Carousel Podcast. Superman Forever Radio. Superman Lives. Up, up, and away. Cadmus to Crisis, a Superboy podcast. The Amateur Steel, a John Henry Hines podcast. The world's best podcast. I. Radio KL from supermanhomepage.com. Join hosts Michael Bradley, John Wilson, Billy Hogan, Charlie Niemeyer, Russell Bragg, Jeffrey Taylor, Michael Bailey, Scott Gardner, Sam Rizzo, Danny Sapp, Bob Fisher, Chris Moe, Mario Benessi, Drew Wintermeyer, David Byer, Matthew M. I'm Isaac, I'm Adam, Dave Eunice, and co host Scotty V. At supermanpodcastnetwork.com. Veer, where's my spoo? <coughs> Thanks, Stephen. Uh, wasn't that cool? Uh, uh, that was actually fun to put together. Um, as far as other podcasts you should listen to, uh, there's just so many. Speaking of Stephen, he also does the 20-minute long box, which is um, it, it's a fun little review of a comic in 20 minutes or less. He does um, a full synopsis, a, a review, and creator spotlights in less than in 20 minutes or less for the most part so it, it's a really cool show my name is steve lacy i'm a podcaster the randomizer hit my long boxes and now i'm lost in my comic book collection 
Help me. Help me. Listen, please. Is there anybody out there who can hear me? I'm being controlled by an overbearing and fickle randomizer. I'm doing everything I can to review this book in the next 20 minutes. This is the 20 minute long box. The 20 minute long box is the briefest and most random of comic book podcasts. Every two weeks, a completely random comic book from my collection is the subject of the show. Find me at the show's site, 20minutelongbox.libsyn.com, the show's blog at 20minutelongbox.wordpress.com, or search for 20 Minute Long Box on iTunes. Prepare yourself for random. Uh, speaking of other people who I've already mentioned that have other podcasts, uh, Michael Bailey has, is all over the place. Um, the main one he's known for is Views from the Long Box. It's his personal show, so he gets to talk about himself. Plus, whatever comics he wants, he gets to have whoever he wants on the show, including yours truly. We were on one or two episodes, uh, so it's kind of an honor to be on there because he and Jeff are the... Uh, in fact, From Crisis Dices is what inspired me to get this show off the ground, and I got into podcast listening because of Michael Bailey, so it was kind of cool to be on. My name is Michael Bailey, and I am a terrible geek. I don't watch Doctor Who. I don't care for anime. I've never seen any of the Harry Potter films, much less read the books. I like Star Wars and Star Trek okay, but I've never really ventured far into the extended universes of either property. Hell, I have never even watched a single episode of The Walking Dead. So what do I like? Comic books. I've been reading and collecting comic books since 1987, and I've been a fan of superheroes for as long as I can remember. Some would consider this a hobby, but I prefer to look at it as what it truly is. A crippling addiction that I may never recover from. To deal with this borderline personality disorder, I started a podcast in 2007 called Views from the Long Rocks. Every two weeks, or so, depending on real life, I pick a particular series, or issue, or character, or whatever to talk about, and then I... Well, well, I talk about them, because that's kind of the point of a podcast. Sometimes I'm alone. Sometimes I have a guest, like my semi-regular co-host, The Irredeemable Shag, or my other semi-regular co-host, Thomas DJ, or with another friend from the podcasting world. The show is located at www.viewsfromalongbox.com. From there, you can find the iTunes link, the email address, as well as the backlog of episodes. Views from the Long Box. A podcast about comics or a desperate cry for help? You decide. Every other Tuesday, or so, depending on real life, at www.viewsfromthelongbox.com. Michael Bradley also does a show. Uh, it's all about uh, Tangent, which was a, a, a fifth-week event that DC did one month in... 1998, I believe, uh, in which um, there was a f- five Wednesdays that month, so they needed something to cover the extra month, so they did this tangent thing. Basically, it's, um, all, you know the heroes' names, but you don't know who the heroes are. Everything's different. It's not even like Marvel's Ultimate Universe. I mean, this is just, the na- you have the names, but nothing's the same. It's basically what the, the idea behind it is, what if... You did Schwartz kind of did when he reinvented the a bunch of the Golden Age heroes to introduce the Silver Age, such as Green Lantern and Flash. So it's a pretty cool show. (laughs) 
tangent, an abrupt change of course. Tangent, to go off suddenly in another direction or on a different line of thought. Tangent, a comic event featuring brand new characters with very familiar names. I'm waking up to action dust. I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust. I'm breathing in the chemicals. DC Comics Tangent Universe Podcast. Find it bi-weekly on iTunes and at greatcrypton.com. In the Tangent Universe, you only know the names. Uh, let's see. Who else? You know, I feel remiss because or one of the shows I failed to mention about the Superman podcast is called the Up, Up, and Away podcast, hosted by Mario Benessi. It's one of the newer ones that have joined the Superman podcast network. And Mario, I apologize, uh, but... Um, that was a total slip of mine, and I apologize. I hope I don't do that again. <laughs> Which I can say, because this is my last episode. Uh, another fun one that a lot of people have listened to is the Who's Who podcast, hosted by Rob Kelly and Shag. Uh, I highly recommend listening to that. It's not just, that's actually just part of the network that they've put together. Basically, they have a weekly show, and each week is a different show. It's all together as the Fire and Water podcast. One week, they come most recent issues of Aquaman, plus an old issue of Firestorm because Firestorm's book got canceled. Uh, then one week they do Who's Who, where they cover the, the Who's Who books that DC put out during the 80s and early 90s. Uh, when one week they'll cover like Power Records, and another week they'll cover whatever the heck they want to cover. And one, uh, one week they'll cover uh, the tabletop role-playing games so it's it's some crazy stuff they just about hit they've just hit their 100th episode uh so that's really cool and i highly recommend you check that out calabac to Zod. it is i dark side i command you to listen to the who's who podcast uncover the powers and weaknesses of the super friends so that i may destroy them Aquaman and Superman, Animal Man and Plastic Man, Firestorm and Nuclear Man, Batman and Hawkman, 2D Man and Hour Man. Who are all these people, man? They're all part of the DC. Who's who? Ultra Boy and Booster Gold, Lightning Lass and Hippolyta, Phantom Stranger, Ditchwick, and Arisia and Woozy Winks. Hey, hey, hey. What? What about that one guy? What guy? Mr. Pretzel, Mr. Lipstick, Mr. Mitzelfuzzle? Mr. Mitzi's Pitlick? Yeah, him. He's also part of the DC Who's Who. Who's Who, the definitive podcast of the DC Universe. Available monthly at Aquaman Trine, Firestorm Fan, and on iTunes and Stitcher as part of the Fire and Water podcast.
Another big place to go if you want some podcasts that involve geek stuff is the Two True Freaks. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you about every podcast that they have, but they have one podcast covering Star Wars, one covering Star Trek, one covering comics, uh, one covering Doctor Who, one co- uh, one featuring, which is Andy Leyland and um, Michael Leyland, duh, um, doing Hey Kids Comics, where they cover whatever comics they want to cover, which is also a good show to listen to, even if it wasn't part of Two True Freaks. Um, Sean Ingalls, just one of the guys, which is a Green Lantern podcast, is a really cool podcast that is part of Two True Freaks, but it's also a good one to listen to anyway. Um, there's Earth's Destruction Directive, which is all about those Japanese monster movies, basically. Um, plus Ultraman. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Hope of All Trades. Uh, Vault of Startling Monster Horrors, I believe is what that's called. Uh, there's one about garage sale gloating and uh, record albums and all kinds of stuff. I highly recommend you guys go over to there and look at that stuff and check it out. It's all really cool. I like it. And one of those shows uh, is another one that they have is Trentus Magnus Punches Reality, uh, which is kind of a pseudo-Superman show because Superman's his favorite hero, so he comes back to Superman a lot on his show, but he he covers kind of basically whatever he wants, and, you know, his majesty is pretty cool at it. Yeah, 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 play it. Come on. Play it loud. Play it loud. And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Illogic. Foolish emotions. A constant irritant. And transpire out! Three! Two! Well, I'm a circus. <laughs> right next to the dog-faced boy. True! I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, It's a super prize package worth $9,388. Money. This isn't the biggest bag over the head. Punch in the face I ever got. God damn it! Ow! Go away, And now, together by live simulation via the internet, your hosts, Scott Gardner. He killed a police officer for Christ's sake! Yeah, goddamn lucky he didn't kill all. And Chris Honeywell. Keep away! Keep away from me! You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid. You have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. Looking at me? Yeah, because she thought you're some kind of freak. Now come on, let's go. She likes me, eh? No way. Shut up, you freak! Julia Shoe. I said shut up! It's a man home! Two true freaks.com. Another network of shows that you would want to check out is the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network, uh, which is the home of Let's see, Quarter Bin Podcast to the Short Box Showcase. And it's a it's home to a show that kind of relates to this show. It's called The Third Age, which is basically uh, 
Emily Middleton, uh, the daughter of Professor Alan Middleton. Uh, she covers, she's covering the, so the Bronze Age. It's a podcast basically about the Bronze Age, not just DC, not just Superman, but the Bronze Age. It was the dawn of the Third Age of Comics, 15 years after the rise of the Comics Code Authority. The Bronze Age was a dream given form. Its goal? To portray superheroes in a way that was socially relevant by tackling real-world issues. It's a catch-all, a place to explore monsters, demons, gunslingers, gods, and superheroes alike. Writers and artists wrapped in house styles of sophisticated realism, creating the stuff of legends. There is no assurance of quality, but it's our last best hope for comic books. This is a retrospective of the true golden age. The year is 1970. The name of the podcast, Uncovering the Bronze Age. Tune into our feed for regular content at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com. Also home to the Quarterbin Podcast and the Short Box Showcase. Th- those three shows are really entertaining. I highly recommend them. They're, it's uh, I would explain why it's relatively geeky, but you should probably be able to get it once you realize that it's Emily and Alan Middleton hosting all three shows. John Wilson also does the Star Wars Saga cast, which is basically he's by himself going through and doing quick 20 to 30 minute episodes uh, covering everything Star Wars, mostly in chronologically order, chronologically in order. Uh, starting with the, the the novelization of the movie, which came out before the movie or any of the comics, and going all the way through. Um, so far, he's in dark. He started Dark Empire, so it, I mean, he's just chugging right along on that show. It's what's wrong, Star Wars fans? Disney, Disney killed the expanded universe. They killed the whole thing. It's dead. Every single book. Not just the novels, but the comics. And the video games, too. It's like they're just stories, and Disney threw them out like stories. I hate them! Okay? Star Wars fans, relax. Here, have a Snickers. No one destroyed your Star Wars Expanded Universe. In fact, I'm going to give you a whole new opportunity to go back and explore all those books and comics that have helped to shape and mold this universe we love so much. Join me on the Star Wars Saga Cast, where I'll be walking through the various branches of the Star Wars Expanded Universe, much of it for my very first time. I'll be bringing you short episodes that review comics, longer episodes that explore the novels, and in-film commentaries, because you know you're just dying to hear what some random guy on the internet has to say about movies that you've seen a hundred times before. You know you are. So come along for the Star Wars Saga Cast at thestarwarssagacast.com. Tom Panarese also does some cool shows. Uh, Taking Flight is his show about Robin. Uh, he does, uh, you know, the boy wonder, Dick, uh, Dick Grayson, basically. Uh, and he also does, 
a show called Pop Culture Affidavit, which is his show to talk about whatever the heck he wants to talk about. And the other one he does is In Country, which is about uh, Marvel Comics' The Nam. The Vietnam War, a conflict that changed America. Of those who served, many came back irrevocably changed, while many did not come back at all. This is their story. Marvel Comics presents The Nam. Join me, Tom Panneries, for In Country, a podcast that covers Marvel Comics series, The Nom. Each episode, I will recap and review one issue of the series, as well as provide historical context that's important to understanding the events behind the story. Along the way, I will also take a look at the movies, music, and literature surrounding the Vietnam War. New episodes are posted every two weeks at incountry.podomatic.com. You can find show notes and other media at popcultureaffidavit.com. Other than that, there's lots of other cool podcasts that you should listen to. I've played you, I've told you about some and played you their promos. And as far as recommendations, one of the cool things, not one of the cool things, but one of the things that's interesting about stopping this podcast is that it's going to give me an opportunity to actually read some comics that doesn't ha- involve a guy with a big red S on his chest. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with the guy with the S on his chest, because uh, he's my favorite, but sometimes it's nice to, you know, shuffle things around a little bit. So I'm actually going to be reading through a bunch of comics that I've been able to obtain that will allow me to kind of broaden my comic book horizons. Some of the stuff I've been reading lately, the first part of the Claremont run on X-Men, all the way through the Burn era. The last issue I've read is the one where Kitty has to fight the monster in the mansion during, uh, you know, while everyone else has gone for Christmas parties and stuff. It's one of those weird runs where it's like, it's not super enjoyable, but I can't put it down. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but, you know, it's a piece of history. If you want to read it, I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, it's all available digitally now, uh, so you don't need to go into the back issue bins to find an expensive issue. Uh, and you can purchase them legally, so it's kind of cool. Let's see what else. I read all the way through Dan Jurgen's run on the Top Cal version of Tomb Raider, the comic series, um, by Dan Jurgen's, drawn by Andy Park, I believe. I just like that book. Basically, every story is a four-issue arc. But, I mean, it's just a fun series. And Hunter Killer by Mark Wade and Mark Silvestri that came out in the, was that late 90s or early 2000s? It's an interesting series. It kind of it kind of just got canceled, so it kind of ends without really finishing the story. Oh, I've been working through Invincible, uh, which is uh, the image comic written by Robert Kirkman. It's a fun little story. It's basically a kid with Spider-Man's life but Superman's powers kind of thing. Soap opera-ish, but also superpowers. It's kind of interesting. Um, I'm up to... I think I'm in the 40s. So I'm catching up. It's a it's a pretty cool series. Uh, if you haven't read it, I recommend you read it. It's cool stuff. Other recommendations uh, on... Let's, let's go with TV stuff. Uh, Doctor Who, watch that. Watch it a lot. Uh, the new series, uh, starting in, from 2005 or six with Rose. Uh, I've watched all that all the way up to current. 
good stuff. I highly recommend that. I'm also going back and checking out some of the classic series. Uh, Hulu Plus currently has just about everything that's been released on DVD all the way up. Uh, Netflix is a lot, slightly better, I think, because they don't put commercials in it. But they really don't have much on the classic series. That they have, but they have everything in the current series to the start of season eight. Uh, if you like British show, if you like the Brits, uh, watch a show. There's a show called Top Gear. I'm not a huge car guy, but this show's very entertaining. But anyway, that's going to be about it. Like I said, I want to thank everyone again for listening to the show for all this time. I'm sorry this episode has been so late. I wish I had more time to put together a bigger episode, but I don't know if you've heard, but I've had a crying baby. In fact, I need to go get to him right now. I'm probably missing bath time right now. I just want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you all have enjoyed the series, and I will see you around the Spinarex. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Superman in the Bronze Age, hosted by Charlie Niemeyer. Show notes can be found at www.supermaninthebronzeage.com, as well as links to the RSS and iTunes feeds and more. Also, we have a Facebook fan page where you'll get a little notice whenever a new episode is posted. Feel free to like us there. Want to comment on the episode you just heard? Email the show at superbronze1970 at gmail.com. Superman in the Bronze Age is a proud member of both the Superman Podcast Network at www.supermanpodcastnetwork.com and the Comics Podcast Network at www.comicspodcasts.com. Make sure to check out both sites for more great podcasts. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster and is copyright DC Comics. Thank you again for listening, and God bless. You can listen to our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, or Palm phones on demand, and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.